0: Just having church. I mean, we're not planting churches in prison, of course, but uh, as close as they're going to get is a for a a, a church service is going to be the chapel. And uh, the prison culture is matriarchal. Most of these men were raised by their mothers and and grandmothers, and so God has blessed in our ministry to have my, my wife. Uh, before I uh, actually preach the word, to, to to sing a song from her haunt, from her own hymn book, and it really kind of kind of brings together a sweet spirit there in those chapels.
1: All the way, my Savior leads me. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? through life, has been my guide. Heavenly peace, divinest comfort, hereby faith in him to dwell. For I know whate'er befalls me, Jesus doeth all things well. For I know whate'er befall me, Jesus doeth all things well. All the way my Savior leads me, She is each winding path I tread Gives me grace for every trial Feeds me with the living bread Though my weary steps may falter And my soul a thirst may be Gushing from the rock before me Lo, a spring of joy I see Gushing from the rock before me though a spring of joy I see. All the way my Savior leads me, oh, the fullness of his love. Perfect rest to me is promised in my Father's house above. When my spirit clothed immortal wings its flight to realms of day, this my song Through endless ages, Jesus led me all the way. This my song, through endless ages, Jesus led me all the way.
0: morning good to meet the the Hortons uh, last night at pastor's house for a wonderful meal we had amen I mean amen (laughs) but we're excited to be back at Harvest Baptist Church we've come to love you here and we thank God for your friendship your help through the years we had good services last Sunday at Garner Correctional Institution in Newtown that's uh, our purpose for coming up to New England in June had a packed house but I wish we had a bigger chapel there at the prison. There's only about 40 that can get in there, but I thank God we do uh, get to preach the gospel when we come up. And five precious souls making profession of faith in, in the services last Sunday. We're uh, looking this morning, uh, teaching Sunday school, and I'd like for you to turn with me to Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel chapter 37. Uh, prophet's message, and Ezekiel is an Old Testament prophet, uh, or vision from God, it may be coming to him regarding different occasions in the future. Present, from the, his surroundings, what he sees, uh, the apostasy, the rebellion. Uh, uh, future, it could be the future as far as the captivity, the Babylonian captivity, or the return from that captivity, or perhaps Messianic, like Jesus, the suffering servant on the cross of Calvary, as Isaiah has shown us, and redemption, or even way in the future, things to come, the millennium, uh, the eternal state. Uh, It's as if the prophet has a mountaintop view of the future, and God is showing or telling him what will happen on different occasions to come. Have you ever been on a ridge road, a mountain highway, uh, driving along and you're cresting the top of a hill, the top of a high uh, elevation, and you're looking out at the expanse before you, and you can see your road that you're gonna be on going down the valleys and up to the top of the mountains and down the valleys. Well, well, as you gaze and you see that second and third and fourth mountaintop and your same road going up, you're away, away from there. Well, this is sort of like, I believe, how uh, Ezekiel and other prophets uh, saw from God's message that he gave them the future. Uh, Chapter 37, and we're gonna read verses one through 14, may take three minutes to read these passages, but actually it's 2,615 years of history, just in a few little passages of scripture. Uh, So 2,615 years, that's a long time. Amen, in three minutes. The Bible says, The hand of the Lord was upon me, and carried me out in the Spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones, and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and, lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again, he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. Now will lay sinews upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord." So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, thus saith the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, And breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood upon their feet an exceeding great army. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried, our hope is lost, we are cut off for our parts. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves, cause you to come up out of your graves, and bring you into the land of Israel, and ye shall know that I am a Lord. When I've opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves, and shall put my spirit in you, and ye shall live, and I shall place you in your own land. Then shall ye know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. Trust the Holy Ghost of God had his blessing to the reading of God's word this morning. Pray for the anointing of the Spirit of God for a preaching of the gospel and ask that you would have your sweet will and way in every heart in every life. Lord, in Jesus' name, bless the requests that have been already uh, made uh, in uh, first service and even in this uh, Sunday school uh, class. I pray that all these need your attention, Lord, that you would, uh, Lord, grant. And God, that we would see and praise you uh, for your awesome power. We ask in Jesus' name, just your hand of blessing on the uh, pastor as he comes uh, to preach in the, the morning service, the 1030 service. I ask God that you would, Lord God, just have your sweet well away and uh, to be soul saved in the name of Jesus. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 37 is a remarkable story. You'd have to just see it is truly remarkable. Uh, These dry bones coming together, being covered by flesh and skin. Ezekiel's beholding them there in verse 8 as lifeless, even after this wonderful miracle uh, had happened. Uh, And by the way, uh, when he prophesied to the wind and uh, they lived, uh, hallelujah, you know God did that. A miracle, praise the Lord. The text has inspired many a message. Uh, of course, we've heard messages from this uh, text often. And, and, and even a song. Them bones, them bones, them dry bones. Uh-huh. Amen. Well, I'm not going to sing it today, but I mean, it has inspired songs. It has inspired even, uh, Lord, many a message. I want to key in this morning for Sunday school uh, on verse 12 where he says, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and lord willing preach a little while on them open graves a bible fact that we all know a resurrection of the dead is another of god's miracles of course it is and when i say a miracle i mean it's not natural uh, it's supernatural that's what defines a miracle god does it only him amen uh, and uh, uh you do believe you do believe in god right Amen. Because Paul said, if Christ be not risen, your faith is in vain, and ye are yet in your sin. The doctrine of the resurrection carries upon itself the entire weight of the Christian faith. But praise God, hallelujah, now is Christ risen. He is risen. And I want you to see, please, uh, in our uh, text in Ezekiel uh, 37, Uh, See that the prophecy or this prophecy has already happened. Has already happened. Look at at verse uh, 12 with me. And the Bible says, Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into uh, the land uh, of uh, Israel. This uh, has happened. Surely did when Christ died. Let's look quickly at uh, Matthew in chapter 27. Jesus, on the cross of Calvary, gave up the ghost. The Bible says in verse 50, Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain uh, from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent, and the graves were opened, And many bodies of the saints which slept arose and came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. Now when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly saying, truly this was uh, the son of God. The centurion believed Obviously, when he saw those things, uh, the earthquake, the veil of the temple ripped from the top to the bottom, and the graves of the saints opened, we would all believe that when we saw it, surely. I hope this morning everybody's believing already that Jesus Christ is risen, hallelujah, and you're saved today. But I want you to realize that would have been a sight, that would have been a sight to see those saints uh, after their graves opened, Jesus died right then on the cross of Calvary. They came out of uh, the graves, or at least maybe sat on the edge of them. I don't know exactly, they didn't go to town until Jesus was resurrected. Amen. So had the three days, they're sitting around, hanging around their graves. But hey, don't you know when they got to town, when they got to the holy city <coughs> and said, I was dead. And of course, you know, Amen. They said they they might have recognized quite a few of the people they were speaking to. I was dead, but Jesus Christ is risen and I'm alive. Hallelujah. That would be something to see. Amen. So I'm trying to say uh, this morning that the prophecy has already happened. Uh, I hope you already believe today, but if you don't, just know this that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And he was buried and he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. And as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. So we've got the prophecy has already happened. But uh, in second, I'd like to say this. Uh, The prophecy is uh, fulfilled historically. The prophecy is fulfilled historically. And we can go to verse 13, just to spread it out a little bit. The Bible says, And ye shall know that I am the Lord, when I have opened your graves O my people, and brought you up out of your graves. A sly, bit of a word study here, not exactly in, uh, deep and intensive. I couldn't even order a ham sandwich in a Hebrew deli. I'll tell you that for sure. But uh, 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 Kabar... Uh, the verb for uh, grave or to bury or inter, and uh, the noun kibrah or the burying place is an interesting word study, and there's an implied uh, extended meaning in the Hebrew as a place of misery or a desolation. Prophetically, uh, opening their graves is shown to be symbolic of bringing Israel home from their captivity. The message of Ezekiel chapter 37, the widely held view here, is that the nation of Israel will be coming together after the misery and desolation suffered during their captivity and their dispersion to other lands. And by the way, that happened. Yes, amen. At least it's happened uh, uh, by decree of Cyrus of Persia. Amen. In Ezra chapter 1, we can uh, see. Of That, Ezra chapter 1, right after the second Chronicles, verse 1, the Bible says, Now, in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled. The Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia. Now, he is no Christian. Cyrus, king of Persia, is pagan, a ruler, but he is on top. He's in charge of pretty much the whole world as far as it goes at that time. So the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom and put it also in writing, saying, Thus saith the king, or Cyrus, king of Persia, the Lord God of heaven had given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he had charged me. To build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah, by decree of Cyrus of Persia, and more recently by the Palestinian Mandate, uh, UN Resolution 181, the modern nation of Israel was established November 29, 1947, and uh, Jerusalem is recognized as capital of Israel by the USA. May 14th, 2018. So we see there's been some things happening here, uh, but the point being that the history uh, uh, has already uh, uh, been uh, fulfilled historically, this prophecy. And then now to go to verse 14, I'd like to read this. The Bible says, (coughs) And shall put my spirit in you, and ye shall live. And I shall place you in your own land. Then shall ye know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, saith uh, the Lord. The Bible speaks of a resurrection, of course. And yes, this will happen, just like the other has and did happen. And Paul said in Acts 24, uh, 15, uh, that there shall be a resurrection of the dead. Both of the just and the unjust. Now the just uh, in the rapture, and the Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians four sixteen that the Lord Himself shall ascend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Hallelujah, Amen. Waiting for that. So the first, the just at the rapture. That's his believers only, believers only, and uh. In prison, we kind of have a saying about this, talking about the rapture, talking about anything to do with the rapture uh, amongst the inmates, that this is going to mess up the count. (laughs) Now, if you don't understand that in uh, saying in prison, several times every day the officers count the inmates and make sure they verify where they are and exactly uh, uh, the, the number that it matches how many are supposed to be there that several times a day may stop and interrupt a, even a chapel service just to find out this. Uh, and so the count is very critical amongst the COs, amongst the staff. And I always say to the inmates in chapel, now let me just say if Jesus comes right now, it's going to mess the count up. Those of you that know him are going up. Hallelujah. So first, I just told a little bit about the, ins, uh, the inside, but the believers only, uh, that's the just Uh, In the rapture, but the unjust, Paul talked about a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and the unjust. The unjust at the great white throne of judgment. Revelation chapter 20 and verse 11. Scripture says here, And I saw a great white throne, him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And there was no found, no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. And death and hell... Were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Whosoever is not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. The unjust at the great white throne of judgment. This is non believers, those that have rejected or reject the gospel. You don't want to have a part of this, this second uh, resurrection. This is a thousand and seven years after the first resurrection. You see, it's not the same time as the rapture. It'll it'll be after uh, the, the 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 tribulation upon the earth, after during which time we'll have our wedding sep- uh, supper of the lamb celebration. Amen. But it'll be a thousand years of, of uh, that after the millennial reign of Jesus that this actually will take place. But let me just say. God's telling Ezekiel about placing Israel in their own land. See again in verse 14 of of our text, uh, the Bible says, And I shall place you in your own land. Then shall ye know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. Telling Israel that they'll be in their own land, us too. Hallelujah, Us too. Uh, Amen. Because I'm going to just say this. uh, Across uh, from Revelation chapter 20 in our great white throne verses, uh, verse 6 of Revelation chapter 20 said, Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such a second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him. A 1,000 years, the millennial reign on earth, 1,000 years, Jesus on the throne. And let me just say this, that things will be different. Things will surely be different uh, when he's on that throne here upon this earth. Don't think there's gonna be any abortion clinics anywhere or Planned Parenthood uh, offices anywhere when Jesus is on that throne, praise God. There'll be no porn on the TV. Don't worry, you'll you'll be okay with that. There's not a problem, amen, because Jesus is in charge. He's not gonna be uh, any pornography. Uh, No liquor stores, Woo! hallelujah. I'm gonna ask the Lord when uh, this millennial reign begins, if I could borrow that rod of iron that he speaks of uh, in Revelation uh, chapter uh, 19, uh, and and, uh, maybe settle a score. Uh, with some uh, a liquor store there in Jacksonville that might still be uh, might dare to still be open uh, when Jesus is back. I said, "Brother Jim, are you angry? Are you are you violent?" Well, no, not really. But I know what liquor does. I have experienced uh, the tragedies that it can cause in my own life and, and even memories uh, from my own family's situations. I uh, would just love to go through uh, uh, one of those ABC liquor stores there in Jacksonville with my rod of iron and bust up those half gallons there behind the counter. Uh, yes, and, and the, ke- the kegs they keep in the cooler with that rod of iron, surely, surely that would be Lovely. I would enjoy that. And the Bible says that the Lord is going to rule and reign, and he's going to rule the nations with this rod of iron. So I'm just saying I'm glad that Jesus will be in charge. I'm glad that he will be in charge. Troublesome times are here, filling men's hearts with fear. Freedom we all hold dear, now is at stake. Humbling your heart to God, save from the chastening rod. Seek the way pilgrims trod, Christians awake. Jesus is coming soon, morning or night or noon. Many will meet their doom, trumpets will sound. All the dead shall rise, righteous meet in the skies. Going where no one dies, heavenward bound. Hallelujah. Don't you know, uh, troublesome times will soon be over. Happy forevermore. When we meet on that shore, free from all care. Yes, how good this will be. Rising up in the sky, telling this world goodbye. Homeward we then will fly. Glory to share. Hallelujah. It's going to be a blessing That day, amen. Jesus is coming soon, morning or night or noon. Many will meet their doom, trumpets will sound. All of the dead shall rise, righteous meet in the skies. Going where no one dies, heavenward bound. He is coming soon. Troublesome times are certainly around us, certainly are. And uh, finally in our application, Jesus told us to occupy. To occupy till I come, Luke 13, or excuse me, 19, verse 13. The military definition there is to take over, or seize, or take into possession. We are to possess, as Christians, we are to possess what's his until the rapture. And I believe that'll be soon. Are you doing all you can? Are you doing all you can? The fall of Saigon, I'm old enough to remember, April 30th, 1975, it was politicians that caused a surrender of our troops in Vietnam. And I remember on the newscast, the photographs or, the, or even the video of, of helicopters uh, fleeing rooftops and overloaded by refugees. They'd have the embassy staff inside and they would have, uh, as they were lifting up Uh, There would be uh, uh, refugee after refugee hanging on to the skids of the choppers, and they wouldn't be able to lift up because of the excess weight. And sadly, the pilots would have to uh, inform their passengers inside to stomp the hands of the ones hanging on to the skids so that they would drop away uh, and that the, the, the craft could lift up. Shameful. Shameful disgrace to witness. Let's not not let Jesus come to receive us as a defeated army when he comes. Let's be busy planting churches and winning souls and and sending missionaries. uh, And let's occupy until he comes. Now is the time to admit to yourself uh, just who he is. He's Lord. That he's Savior, and don't reject Him. And if you know Him, do His will uh, to follow His example. And we know what He said, not my will but Thine be done. Father in heaven, do bless Lord Jesus and help us be faithful. In Jesus' name, amen.